News, traffic, weather. The Mighty 990 KWAM, the Mid-South's news and talk leader. Bendy during the Mighty 990 24-7 News Center with a look at some of your top stories at this hour. The Nashville community heartbroken this morning as investigators search for a motive in the deadly shooting. National correspondent Jim Ryan is in Nashville and says there were some red flags. Local media reports suggest that Audrey Hale contacted a friend on Instagram hours before opening fire on Covenant School, saying that something bad is about to happen. On Good Morning America, Nashville Police Chief John Drake said. There is some speculation that the shooter did reach out to maybe a friend or some other people. But as of right now, that's unconfirmed. Investigators have spent the 24 hours since the shooting poring over a document Drake described as a manifesto that the 28-year-old Hale left behind. Nashville's police chief also praising the good work of law enforcement, who he said got to the scene quickly. I've gone through that training myself, and the day that the very first time I went through it, I, I told someone that I would get killed or injured. Our officers feel the same way. They train for that. And this moment happened, and they didn't uh, hesitate at all. Now, lawmakers on both sides of the aisle are calling the shooting evil, but split when talking about policies that address these types of shootings. Here's Tennessee Republican Congressman Tim Burchett. The common thread is you've got somebody who's mentally ill and and evil. You just got a lot of evil in their heart, and they're going to do something no matter what. They're going to do it with a knife. They'll do it with whatever, or a bomb. Or fertilizer bomb. Democratic State Rep Bo Mitchell says prayers aren't enough. I spoke with a lot of these parents all day, you know, during the hours I was there. And not a single parent asked me for a thought or a prayer. They asked for me and my colleagues to have some courage and do something about this. Top local news every hour from the Mighty 990 Newsroom and all the time at Mighty990.com. Protests continue across Israel even after the Prime Minister backed off his plans to overhaul the judicial system. Foreign correspondent James Longman is in Tel Aviv. People power on Israeli streets. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu dealt a rare defeat finally relenting to pressure and agreeing to temporarily pause his plans to reform the judiciary. He told the nation, I'm not ready to tear the people apart. We're in the midst of a crisis that endangers the basic unity among us. And the National Weather Service has now confirmed at least 15 tornadoes across the South since Friday. Among the worst of them, an EF4 tornado three quarters of a mile wide that tore straight through Rolling Fork, Mississippi. Entire buildings flattened. Dana Williams and her husband own two local businesses, a convenience store, and her beauty shop. She says the couple lost everything. We're the only black business owners in town. We kind of grew a bond with our community. So it's just a total loss. Total loss. We were actually still open and, and working when the tornado came through. Vice President Kamala Harris addressed thousands of young Ghanaians this morning to reiterate President Joe Biden's commitment to investing in African countries that he had discussed during last winter's U.S. African Leaders Summit. Vice President Harris echoing the president's promise. The African nations play such a critical role on issues of global importance, issues that matter to the American people, 
and to the world. Vice President Harris in particular focused on the impact of women and young people in the region, vowing that these investments will lift their voices up and provide the tools they need to move the world forward. For more local headlines, visit KWMRadio.com in Memphis and Mandir.